We watched Hillsong and Megachurch expose the newest revelations. We're going to get into it this week on Dropping Sunday. Hey, hey, welcome to Dropping Sunday. I'm one of your hosts, Seth. And I am your other host, Andrea. If this is your first time around here, we're so excited to have you. Just a couple of notes. We're not here to get you saved. We're also not here to tick you off, although either of those things could happen. And if they do, we want to know about it. Yes, this is a podcast by Christians for Christians, but you don't have to believe to belong. You can join the conversation at Dropping Sunday on all the things. Hey, Andrea. Yes. Welcome back. Hey. Wow. How's your heart? It's good. Good? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm literally asking because I haven't seen you in a month. I know. Yeah. It's been, well, maybe even longer. It's been a minute. It's It has. Like... Yeah. We both went somewhere yeah. that we were not planning on. Podrishers are like, this is not what we signed up for. It's, it's fine. <laughs> You've changed. Yeah. <laughs> You've changed. Okay, so um so it's been it's been a little while yeah. since we've seen each other. Now we yeah. we um We've only not had a show for like two weeks. Um, <laughs> but we had we had good reasons. We had good reasons. Um, I got right? I got sick. Yeah, you were sick. That's what it was. I got real sick. You were like 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 uh, real sick. Like real. Uh, your boy doesn't go to the to the doctor. Like uh, the only reason I go to the doctor is like for uh, once a year I go for a physical just to get the insurance discount. Like that's it. Oh sure, totally. Um, and so for me to go, uh, I have to like not be feeling good. So the first time I went, I was like, man. I've got a work appointment tomorrow and I would like to like make sure I don't give my clients COVID. So uh, let's just make sure it's not that. Went, got tested. I got tested for flu, got tested for COVID, got tested for strep. They're like, it's none of that. I was like, yeah, I know it's none of that. It's a sinus infection. And she said, no, it's just a cold. And the lady spent like, like the doctor spent like 45 seconds with me. I went to urgent care. My first problem. Um, And uh, and I was like, no, no, no. Like, it's not a cold. She's like, just take uh, NyQuil, DayQuil. You'll be fine. And I'm like, no. I've had colds. I've Mm -hmm. had sinus infections. This is a sinus infection. And so... um, she she wouldn't give me an antibiotic or steroid or anything mm. else like that. So cut to a couple days later, and I wake up, um, and uh, that uh, sinus infection that I didn't have had moved also into my ear. Ugh, and so worst. I woke up with like an ear infection. So I, was, uh, I just immediately just got up and just went immediately to urgent yeah. care. And I was like, hey, so you know that sinus infection I didn't have? Uh, it's now in my ear. Oh, yeah, you definitely have a sinus infection and an ear infection. Yeah, no duh. And then... Um, and then uh, Julie had a work appointment on a Wednesday and mm-hmm. um, the kids wanted to go to church. I still wasn't feeling great, but I was like, I will go and I'll go sit in choir. I'm not going to sing. I'm not going to sing a note. I'm just going to sit there, listen, yeah. do the whole thing and uh, and sat there. And then the next morning I was like <sighs> mm-hmm. and couldn't breathe and went uh, back. I, I called my doctor and my doctor was like, you need to go to this location they because you need a chest X-ray. And I was like, yeah, I know what that means. And um and so I go in and I talk to the the doctor. She checks me out. I was like, listen, she goes, listen, I could bill your insurance for a chest x-ray. It's not going to change my diagnosis. You have pneumonia. And I'm like, yeah, that explains why I feel like garbage. So, so I can't breathe. Now, this happened on a Thursday on a week that I had taken off of work for a vacation. So oh. I had been sick. So I was sick for a week <laughs> while I was working. Right. Then I was sick for a week during vacation. Yeah. Um, and then That's had to nice. come back this past week uh-huh. and, and work. Um, at about 70% and kind of all that stuff. Okay. 
So I've been waiting to tell you this because I don't know that you know this or not. Okay. You might have heard. Um, I was supposed to do music for church on Wednesday. Uh-huh. And I believe you did instead. I did. Okay. Uh, yeah, that was the day I flew in. No, I mean this oh, past Wednesday. Oh, no, I didn't you do did this it both past times. Wednesday. No, oh, I didn't okay. do this past time because okay. I was in Dallas this week. Got it. Okay. So uh, somebody did it for me this past Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were you were a little bit late to choir. Right. Okay. Uh, so I, I just figured that, mm-hmm. that that was the case. So um, our, our wonderful worship pastor was not there. And we, you normally start with like a worship song. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, Janice, uh, shout out to Janice, our, mm-hmm. our worship pastor's wife. Um, she says, Seth, do you want to come up and lead a song? And I'm like, I could play a song. Mm-hmm. Um, and this first song that came to my mind was um, something that was probably very meaningful to me, someone who's dealing with pneumonia. It's a song that goes, it's your breath in our lungs, uh-huh. so we pour out our praise. And so I get up there, and I start playing it, and I'm like, well, choir, why do you sound terrible? I'm just, can I just be frank? I was like, why do you sound, why can we not find the melody mm-hmm. of this song? Come on, this is a choir. Like, this is a really good choir. Yeah. What's going on? And we've done that song a lot. A lot, a lot. So I lead it and do the whole thing, and I'm having trouble. And I'm, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm having a hard time breathing. Like, so I can't lead it and get everybody on board because right. I can't sing. I can play, but, but mm-hmm. yeah. I sit down and I'm like, man, what was that about? And then I realized. I let it in the key that the youth group does it in, uh-huh. which is in D, and the, the the key that the choir does it in is in A. Now that is uh, far off by that is uh, quite a jump. Yeah. So if, if for those of you who may not be musically inclined, that's halfway. <laughs> yeah, that's halfway up the scale. So it's like down an octave or up an octave. It's right in the middle. So it was too low to be in the, the right key for the choir. It was also way too high. It mm-hmm. wasn't like I was just barely off. Like I was way off, mm-hmm. which made sense to why I couldn't like do right. anything. Uh, I thought if anybody would enjoy it, that, 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 because, <clears throat> because I was like, yeah, that's my bad. <laughs> I, uh, I'm really sorry that I missed that. Yeah, actually. Yeah. And I, uh, and I mean, I, I, I just I wish, there. I wish that somebody who knew would have been like, um, I was Seth. That's, my my first question was going to be, what key did you do it in? Yeah, or was the keyboard on transpose and you didn't realize? No, no, and no. You were playing it in the right key, but it was transposed to. A very no, long I definitely key. just started playing it in the youth group's key of D yeah. instead well, that's, of. That's that's the. I think that's the, the worst nightmare. No, that's the key I do it in. <laughs> I do it in the key of D as well. Like when I lead it, I do it in the key of D. Yeah. Um. So I thought yeah. it wouldn't be an issue. Right. You, do it, you just looked it up. I and did. You do it in D. I do it in and D. I do it in D. Yeah. Um, but, but no, the choir does it in a, so That's hilarious. it was bad. It was really bad. That is really and I was funny. like, ah, I'm see glad. if I had been there, I would have been like, this is, per- this is great. Yeah. yeah I love you, this. You, it's this your right. it just doesn't like, feel like, right there, yeah. Either. I'm like, this doesn't feel like, like it usually does when I'm trying to. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, yeah. that's fun. I love that. Yeah, that's that's a good time. So uh, so that's what's been wrong with me. Yeah. Um, and so I'm finally back. I have, you, you might hear it, I'm still a little not there. Yeah. Still a little not there. Um, uh, I do also appreciate the people that I forget listen to the show mm-hmm. that asked me how I was doing after uh-huh. last week when I put out, hey guys, I'm sick. That's what's up. Yeah. <laughs> um, by the way, the week before, it would have been this. <laughs> it was so bad. You remember talking to me? Like, um, yeah. That would have been fun. Yeah. No, it wouldn't. Well, I'm I'm a little bit as well. I've been in Dallas this week. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Dallas it's is the, kind of the worst. It's the worst. Life's too short to be in Dallas. It is. And and I I was I had to go to Dallas four days in a row. 
which is four four days too many. Yeah. And I had to be there like between seven and seven fifteen. Yeah. I had to be at the convention center, which is on the east side of Dallas. Sure. Um and so I was leaving my house at like six twenty. Yeah. To get there. And I was on a I was on the show floor. It's the convention center on the show floor. Is it Kay Bailey? Kay Bailey. It's the worst. It's Kay, the worst. Hey, can we just talk about how Kay Bailey is the absolute it's worst? Terrible. I don't know who designed it. It's it's hard to get to. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing pleasant around. It's not no. within walking distance of all the fun things. It's no. just it's just there. It's just there. Yeah. And so with my job, I'm on the show floor while all of these booths for this the trade show are being built. Yeah. So all the dock doors are open. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Cold. We've had real cold weather. Cold. So been cold. I've been sitting on the show floor wrapped up in a blanket yeah. and in a sweater with a heater going, but yeah. I'm still you can hear it. Like yeah. I woke up this morning, I went, Oh, this is this is gonna this be is fun. fun. Yeah, it's gonna be a fun. It's gonna day. be good. So yeah. I got my tea, got my water. Yeah. Um and you know, prior to that, yeah. I was in Las Vegas. Yeah. How was Vegas? For like two and a half yeah, weeks. Like a long time. Oh, that reminds me I have something for you. No, you don't. I do. Oh, okay. This is <laughs> okay. Um, my wonderful co-host has just handed me a uh, a ticket from a sports book at the MGM. Um, so it may have happened that while uh, <laughs> that while uh, Andre was in Vegas, that uh, TCU uh, Texas yes. Christian University played Georgia in the national uh, championship game for football. And listen. Um, Looking back, uh-huh. uh huh. Clearly, Georgia was going to dominate mm. from beginning to end, right? I mean, yeah, but you know, I'm I'm from Fort Worth, absolutely and, hometown. And TCU for sure. has done just great, and honestly, it was like you know, it sometimes is fun. Just throwing throwing money at yeah. something. Sometimes it just it adds to the entertainment. Again, we've talked about it on the show before. If you uh if you need the money, you shouldn't gamble. Right. right? Like Absolutely. that 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 wasn't this wasn't that. That was this was an investment in entertainment. Uh-huh. And uh and so I jokingly just kind of sent you a text mm-hmm. message like thinking about having you put 20 bucks on TCU. And you were like, I'm on my way to the sport book. <laughs> <laughs> and I was I was like, <laughs> Oh, okay. And so just immediately just just Apple paid you $20. Just like, okay, now that's yours. Okay. And then I was like, you could also just go to roulette and put it on black. And that might have been better. That you that probably probably would have uh I would have a, you some some profit. I there. would have had a 50% chance more <laughs> than TCU because TCU. Oh my gosh. Uh Well, here's the thing. And I was with you with yeah. with TCU because they had surprised the week before against yeah. Michigan. Oh yeah. And like no one was expecting that. And so we're like, you know what? They may surprise they, us again. They may surprise us again. Georgia actually struggled in there yeah. um, against Ohio State a yeah. little bit. And I was like, oh, there might be, you know, a, a recipe here that TCU can pick up on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there, there might be something here that's going on. And, you know, it just might also just might be our season. It you know, just, it just might, might be. be our season. Don't know. And, uh, and it definitely wasn't. So no. uh, the reason we're talking about that on the show is not only because of, you know, uh, fun times, but also Texas Christian University. So we're allowed to talk about we're it. We're allowed to talk about it. it. Well, let, let me tell you yeah. how how it went down from my POV. I All right. It. I love it. <clears throat> so you sent me that. Yeah. I was working when you sent that to me at a hotel yeah. at the Virgin, yeah. which used to be the hard rock. And I was like, you know what? I'm right here in the casino. Yeah. We, we should, we should say that part of your overall gig is doing trade shows. Yes. 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 I work, I work trade shows. Yeah. I, I just wanted to clarify. Sorry. Cause usually when someone says I work in a hotel, 
They think White Lotus season two, and I just want to kind of pull <laughs> yeah, that, people it, back. Yeah, not yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I'm just going to leave that comment <laughs> that almost came out of my mouth, in my mouth, I will, and keep going. Oh. Um, so, <laughs> you too. You should as well. Um, you, you tell your story. I'm going to turn my back to you for a minute. <laughs> so, yes, I work, I work trade shows, and I was in Las Vegas for the biggest show of the year, uh, CES, Consumer Electronics Show, which is just massive. And so I'm like, I'm I'm in a hotel right now. I'm in the ballroom. I'll just run down to the casino floor and like do it. Yeah. Okay. I've never done any kind of sports betting. This this surprises me 0%. zero percent. Zero. Yeah. So I go and I'm like, well, I see like where all the TVs are, where I think is the sports book yeah. for this hotel. But I'm like, I have no idea what I'm doing. So I go around to the cashier and I'm like, I'll just ask her. I'm I am a grown woman. I can just ask her. And she kind of looked at me and I said, I want to, uh, my friend wants me to put $20 down on TCU for him. And his, she goes, what's TCU? And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Um, it's a, the football game, the college football game. She goes, our sports book isn't open yet. And I thought she meant like open in the day. Yeah. She meant not open at all. Oh. It was not even open in that hotel oh, yet. Oh, got it, got it, got it, got it, got so it. So then I'm like, what am I going to do? So I man, I get back to the hotel and, Enough time, like 45 minutes before the game starts. I'm like, okay, I am about half a mile from MGM Grand, who is like, no, their sports book is the most well known. And I'm like, I'll just walk down there. So I was on the phone with my mom telling her what you had said. Yeah. And she goes, oh, she goes, I, I may want you to put $20 down for Georgia. And she was right. And I said, okay. <laughs> So I became a bookie yeah. while I was in Las Vegas. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I get to I get Dude, to the I casino. I think right now you may be admitting to a felony. I don't know if this is true or not. What? I don't know. But no. I'm keeping it in. No, clearly no. If you put your own money down. I put my money yeah, down. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Y'all yeah, yeah. just pay me back when I got yeah. back in town. Um, no. So I was like. I was like, okay, mom. So I've got to figure out how to do this. And I go to the little kiosk and I'm like, I'm not asking another person because I already got embarrassed once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I go to the little kiosk and I'm like, okay, Seth, I'm going to need you to respond. Is this right? (laughs) Is this, did I do this correctly? And I put $20 down on TCU for you. I put $20 down on TCU, on Georgia for my mom. And then I walked out and I went back to my hotel. And that was my next to the last day. Yeah. So I didn't, I never collected her winnings because Tuesday was my last day in town. I was working most of the day at the hotel sure. and it was raining. I didn't uh, have a car, so I wasn't going to yeah, walk. walk back. Yeah. So I'm like, well, maybe at the airport on Wednesday morning when I'm leaving, there will be a place where I can collect it. There was not. Yeah. So I've got it. I'm going to mail it in for her so oh, that nice. we can collect her $38 and 20 cents. You know, cause she won a, an entire, an entire $18 and 20 cents is yeah. how much her winnings were. Yeah, for so, sure. Um, I'm going to mail that in so she can have it. You know what's uh, even more of a gamble than uh, betting on TCU? Tell me. Uh, trying to go to a Hillsong church right now. I mean, listen. Wowzer. I don't know that you want to. No, I really don't think that you do. And it's really it's really unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Um, there was another... Okay, so we had talked about this documentary series a few months back, whenever, I guess in April, whenever the, it originally came out. Right. We, we talked about it. And... Um, they just recently, within the past month or so, put out an update episode of like yeah. things that have happened uh, since the release of the documentary. Now, obviously, right. documentaries, they take time, like television shows, they take time to like develop and like put out there. 
right? Mm-hmm. So as things were happening the week the documentary series was being like released, and we have talked about those, like yeah. Brian Houston stepping down and do- doing all those things, um, there, there wasn't a time to like put all of that in a, in, in a show. And so this is kind of like the aftermath of the documentary. Right. And they they say uh, when when the episode starts that they thought they had put the punctuation mark yeah. on those previous three episodes. Right. They thought they were done. Yeah. And then all hell started breaking loose. Yeah. And the timing of it all was they, they talk about it, They go through the timeline a little bit. So in January of 2022, yeah. 2022 Brian Houston is going to take a year long leave of absence. Right. But come back. There was going to, Phil Dooley, who was uh, one of the pastors on staff, was going to be the interim global pastor or senior global pastor, whatever the title is. And Brian Houston was just going to take a leave of absence. There were things going on, uh, things coming out about his dad, all that stuff. And the trailer for the documentary was released in February Mm -hmm. and it just exploded. Yeah. While him, uh, while, Hillsong was imploding. Yeah. It was like, yeah, it was, it was just, you like those sound effects. By the way, uh, the, the hand <laughs> motions is what made those sound effects really work. However, uh, audible medium as opposed to a visual Only. medium. Sorry. So note for the audio, those sound effects were perfect. <laughs> Great. Okay. I'm glad. I'm glad. I was, yeah. I was really happy. Yeah. Um, so then the documentary came out in March yeah. and things just kept coming out. Yeah. 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 And I, it was, it was literally like watching, uh, dominoes fall yeah. for Hillsong. Um, realize that Hillsong is a worldwide brand. Okay. Yes. Okay. They, they touch almost every continent yeah. as far as having a, uh, having a presence there. Yeah. So I think we talked about it. I didn't go back and listen to our old episode. Go, go back and listen to our old episode and we'll <laughs> we see don't know what we said. How, how many, how many things we, we repeat here, but, um, <laughs> you know, there's definitely a point of view that's coming from, from, from this. Can I tell you what this entire docu-series needs? What's that? A narrator. Yeah. It needs a narrator. Can I tell you the most frustrating thing is black screen, white text that ex- it like exit screen way too fast. Mm-hmm. Like it disappears. It's like... Great. Now I got to back it up to yeah, watch and pause your, it. Yeah. And pause it to read the Cause you fill up a screen with important information yes. that moves the storyline along. Yeah. Just, just have a narrator. Just I'll do it, it to me, bro. I'll do it. Because how many people are just sitting there staring at the screen? I, I'm not zero per zero. Listen in, in 2023, if you were sitting on a couch or in a bed or wherever, and you're just staring at your TV, I don't know that I can trust you. Bruh, what are you doing? Like, I, I, I've i definitely got <laughs> at least two things going on at all times. Always. 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 Um, it's probably bad for my mental health. Um, it's not good. <laughs> it is a bad thing. It does not help us at all. No, no. <laughs> but, uh, like, I, I'll have this on and want to listen to it, right? I'm, yes. I'm, like, so that's on the yeah. TV and I want to listen to it. Meanwhile, I might be uh, death scrolling. Mm-hmm. Any, anything else? I'm probably doing emails. Yeah. Um. I I might be. Uh. You know. I don't know. Like I, I might be doing some work. A project I, on something. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying. Uh, I'm definitely not 
doing that. Just keeping my hands busy. I might, let's, let's just be honest, I might have TikTok on mute and still scrolling through TikTok to see if I can read anything that might be interesting so yeah. that I can pause the TV and turn something up later because that way I can have like multiple things going. That way I don't miss out on anything. Hey, I need to talk to someone, like a therapist or therapy. something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You are an Enneagram theory and you want to be constantly doing it. Yeah, 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 absolutely. You know, it's been challenging this year. Um, I'm working on um, things. <laughs> <laughs> for myself what? i'm working on things you know I'm a, I'm a three so i'm always trying to get a little bit better um one of the things that i'm trying to do is like sleep it's really strange mm. um i haven't uh, while i was sick mm-hmm. um i i actually went uh, about five days and had a total of 12 hours of sleep in that five days oh my gosh that's because i was just miserable because uh okay sorry talking sick talk with seth again um I had so much drainage Mm -hmm. that like I would fall asleep and my body would relax and that drainage would hit the back of my throat and choke me. And so I would wake up dying, gagging. gagging. And I don't know if you know this or not, there's, uh, there are statistics, like studies have been done on this, that, um, people who almost fall asleep and are woken up, Uh um, are more tired than people who just do an all nighter. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah because been, you, you've gotten your brain to almost yeah, that. Yeah. 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 yeah no, yeah. I'm with you. As opposed to, so having um, just like consistent REM sleep and no deep sleep, mm-hmm. uh, you're better off just staying awake. And so that's what I did for about a week. Oh my gosh. And, and it makes you go crazy. Yeah. 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 It, it does something to your head. Yeah, absolutely. Um, maybe, and maybe that's why, you know, I thought, honestly thought maybe do I need to like get an Ambien or something mm-hmm. like that. But then like, would I wake up when I was choking and dying? I didn't know about any of that. Like I was really worried about taking sleep supplements. Um, also I was just worried that I might, you know, stroll into a hotel room and knock on a stranger's door Oh, because wait. that's what happens apparently. Yeah. Good that's job, Brian what, Houston. what Brian Houston says. Oh, I'm the king of transitions. He, you're real good. I'm real good at it. it. I don't know how you do it. I'm impressed. I appreciate it. Um, It's a lost art. Uh, So the truth is I kind of came into this episode with low expectations. I'm like, all they're going to do is they're going to toot their their own horn. Yeah, this this is how great we did. We we brought down an organization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Global empire. Yeah, but there were some new revelations for me I didn't know about in this episode like the whole thing in Dallas yes didn't even know about Hillsong Dallas so I knew that Hillsong Dallas was in the works yeah because uh, I had talked with someone who was super excited about it and was planning on going I knew it had been scrapped I didn't know why yeah so uh you know Oh, I guess we should probably do like a content warning here. Yes. Um, if you uh, if you know anything about what's going on with Hillsong, there are a lot of uh, adult themed things that mm-hmm. happen. Um, a lot of uh, well, so we, I don't know. Maybe the next three or four minutes, we'll we'll just try to get all of that knocked out. So skip ahead three or four minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, at, but I guess this would be a trigger warning for talks uh, about. Um, sexual indiscretions, including forced sexual indiscretions. Yes. So uh, your your dude, the pastor out of Dallas, like raped somebody? Well, so his name is Reed Bogard, and yeah. he was on staff at Hillsong, New York. Yeah. Um, under Carl Lentz. And uh, they were they were making plans for um, Hillsong, Dallas, and he was going to be the lead pastor yeah. there. And I think they were roughly three months away from opening Hillsong, Dallas. Yeah. When all of a sudden it was just scrapped, like just total just shut, halt, shutter it, shut it, yeah. shut down, 
no nothing nothing moving forward and all of this was before any of the other information came out yes anything with brian houston he wasn't stepping down yet this was all going on in 2021 i believe brian houston addressed it in saying that uh kind of left it very vague and open as to why they were shuttering it something along the lines of uh reed bogard was um uh not doing the things he was supposed to be doing or yeah, said not, he was going to do fitting for leadership yeah, or something not, along those. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so it kind of left you thinking oh it's probably embezzlement yeah, or some you know money or or maybe he just wasn't a good leader or, yeah right? like it leaves it so vague yes. it's like i don't think he'd be a good senior pastor and let's s- not do that yeah yeah and somehow yeah. the actual reason flew under the radar i don't yeah. know how they did it no but he was accused of of raping a female staffer from right. Hillsong, New York, um, in, back in 2013. A long time ago. And it came out. It said that he forced her, and they were in the back of his car, and he did not hear her say no. That's what he says. That's what he says. Yeah. Um, but then they continued a months-long affair after that. Yeah. With the same female staffer, right. which the whole thing, it just reeks of weird and yeah. I don't understand it. Yeah. Like, there's no logic. There's no reason. Right. You know. Well, it makes a lot of sense when you consider that um, culture is contagious. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <sighs> oh, my gosh. And okay. it comes down from the leadership. It comes Ab- down from the top. Absolutely. Okay. So, if what you know of an organization is, um, the, is sin and the cover-up of that sin then that becomes the standard of what's okay. That becomes the culture of the organization. Um, I think the bigger problem, just in looking back at all four episodes, uh, looking at how Brian Houston kind of got his start, um, it was the building of a kingdom that wasn't for Christ. Right. I, I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm just going to call it out, okay? Um, Now, I am not discounting the fact that Hillsong has done good things for people. Okay. We'll, we'll get to that, but I'm talking about the heart of the leadership. Mm -hmm. Isn't an apostle building pastors to build churches. No, it is a CEO building vice presidents to continue on the organization in multiple places For, for global dominion, for global dominion. That's what they were going for. Building a brand not necessarily a church. Exactly. Okay. Now there did it with the pro with a product that is good, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So the product itself yeah. is good because Jesus is good. And here's the thing. Jesus says, my word will never return void. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter who says the word. If it's Balaam's donkey, it doesn't matter right. who says the word. The word of the Lord is still the word of the Lord and doesn't return void, yeah. which means that good things have happened. Okay, I can't believe I'm getting here. I'm going here. Okay. Can, can I do this? I'm, okay. I guess. I don't know where you're going. <laughs> Saul was anointed to mm-hmm. be king. Are you with me? Mm-hmm. The anointing was removed from Saul and placed on David, and Saul remained king. Mm-hmm. You can continue on in your leadership doing the good work that needs to be done and have the anointing completely taken off of yeah. you. Can, can we talk mm-hmm. about it? There are pastors all over the place who have lost their anointing but don't have any other skill set. And so they stay doing the thing yes. that they know to do because they've already built themselves up as a king. Right. And to do anything else means re- admitting that you don't have the anointing. And literally, like this year, I've been praying, like, God, I don't know what 
you want to do with me, just don't let me lose the anointing. Yeah. And I'll, I'll do whatever you anoint me to do. And if you haven't annoyed me to do it, I want to back away. Yeah. Even if it's something I'm good at, I don't want to do it anymore. I don't want to do it. Even if it's something that, and maybe especially if it's something that brings me fame and notoriety and puts my name out there, I don't want it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because they said something in this episode where, um, they said evangelicals love a comeback story. Yes. Oh, we love it. And I told, I was talking to my mom last night after I watched the episode, um, we were having a conversation and I said, you know, when they said that there was a part of me that rebelled and I said, you know, I I don't anymore because Mm. there've been too many lately where it's, I'm not sure they really came back. Yeah. They, they came back to some fame. Yep. They came back to some notoriety, but did they come back to a heart of repentance? Right. Did they come back to the anointing? Yeah. Did they come back to the kingdom of God and his righteousness? And no, they didn't. And the truth is, especially watching this, and this is what we're talking about, and I know that you can apply this to multiple things, but watching Hillsong and what's happening there, mm. some of these guys, Brian Houston, Carl Lentz, this Reed Bogart guy, whoever, you know, they they reached what they thought was a pinnacle. Yeah. And they were allowing themselves to uh abuse that authority mm-hmm. and and get comfortable in that. And now they've fallen and I don't want to see them come back. What I what I want yeah. is to hear them say, you know what? I repent. I I made a mistake. And it's obvious that being in this position of authority right. is not good for me. I don't want to go back to that. Yeah, that's what I. That's the comeback I want to hear. Yeah. I don't want Brian Houston to be on TV preaching again. No, I don't want Carl Lentz to be on TV and preaching. By the to way, Brian Houston. Again. I don't know that we actually talked about it when this happened, but he like put out a Facebook thing uh, not too long ago that was just like, "I didn't preach." Uh, yeah. why, why did he turn Ukrainian? I have no clue. I have zero. Australian, <laughs> He's Australian. Not, not Austrian. Or <laughs> Russian, whatever. <laughs> Throw another shrimp on the bobby. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> You'll never preach this. You'll never preach this. He's immediately uh, Borat. Okay. Yeah. So, oh. Who else would he be? All right. I'm going to back off from uh, accents because apparently that's not my skill set. Uh, I'm not anointed to do accents. Not your gift. Ah! So, oh, but man. he's just like, I've been preaching in the U S yeah, and he it's did like a tour. so, it's been so refreshing for me. That's not why you preach. No. Preaching should not be refreshing for you. It should be taxing for the preacher because you're bringing the word of God. Yes. It should be challenging. Dude, Saul repented when he sinned against God. Mm-hmm. He repented to Samuel. God let him stay in leadership. God will let you stay in leadership because he might need something from you. He might need the work that you do, but it doesn't mean that you are anointed to do it. And if you're not sensitive to the fact, then you automatically start thinking, well, this is my kingdom. Mm -hmm. Saul went crazy after he lost the anointing because he thought someone was trying to steal what? His kingdom. He forgot that it wasn't his kingdom in the first place. Yes. And here's the problem that we have with religious leaders in general and why there's so much pushback and why it's so easy to make mm-hmm. this documentary. It's because we have religious leaders that stand up for their kingdom mm-hmm. and what all, the media is trying to come and trying to take away and, and all, just be honest, have mm-hmm. a heart of repentance. Do you know why Matt Chandler works? It's because he came out and they said, this is what happened. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that 
it's a place of sin, but I think it's a place of unhealth. Yes. And so I'm going to step away and do that. And when the church board thinks that I can be restored, they will restore me Mm -hmm. and then I'll be back. But I'm not planning on leaving or anything else like that because this isn't a sin issue. It's just, it was unwise. It was unwise. It was heading, heading down a path that was not going to lead to anything good. I'm stopping it now. And that, and listen, that's what that's supposed to be. Yes. The village church figured it out. Yes. And, and if it comes out to be more notorious or whatever it is later, they at least they're, they're doing the, the blueprint correctly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you, you see what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And I honestly feel like it had, you know, the elders and, and the, and everybody at the village church come to this decision that like the anointing is off of Matt. Mm-hmm. Matt, Matt can't be the preacher anymore. Guess what? He wouldn't be the preacher anymore. Right. Instead of having apostles trying to build right. pastors to try to build, it, if we turn apostles into CEOs, we we've we have bastardized the kingdom. Mm-hmm. What are we doing? Right. And that's the problem. Is that yeah. that that I see is that Brian said. I mean, the fact that it's even called Hillsong Global, mm-hmm. ugh, gross, mm-hmm. gross. The fact that they left. The uh, the 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 denomination that they were a part of, mm-hmm. because they just like, well, we'll just start our own denomination. Mm-hmm. Gross. Where's your accountability? Where's your accountability? And that isn't that always what it is when you see someone removing themselves out from any kind of uh, covering. Mm-hmm. It's because they don't want the accountability. That's right. And I- I've seen it played out in numerous churches. Yeah. Um, we've talked about this guy before. He's a pastor in New York. His name is Rich Viotas. Okay. And he, um, shared something this week on Instagram. He says, uh, pastors are not CEOs. <laughs> it's funny. Wow. Okay. Yeah. This yeah, came yeah. out, uh, just, just a couple, like two days ago. Uh, pastors are not CEOs. Churches are not corporations. Members of the community are not investors. That's right. That's he right. says, we are shepherds, we are a new family, and we are a community of servants Yeah, from the top to the bottom. Absolutely. And, you know, we always, uh, our, our former pastor, uh, Pastor Des, he talks about the inverted pyramid because yeah. he, he did not believe in leadership being a right side up pyramid. And <laughs> I'm doing the hand motions again. Uh, being where it's, you've got someone at the top and it filtered. It's, it's inverted because the pastor yeah. serves everyone else. Yeah. And so, um, I was not, I was never actually at our church when he was the pastor. Um, so I learned that through a book called servant leadership Mm -hmm. that I got, um, when I just graduated college and one of my bosses is like, I think you need this. (laughs) And I was like, and and handed it to me and her name was Megan. She handed it to me. I'm like, okay. And I read it. I was like, Oh, this changes everything. Mm -hmm. This literally changes everything. everything. Um, Unfortunately, I got that information too late to uh, have it be effective for a, um, you know, like a, you know, a 20 year old white boy that was Mm -hmm. like, who knew everything. Yeah. And and so I got it a little bit too late. So I did a lot of damage before I kind of understood what that was. And it took me, you know, several years to to kind of get to that point. Mm-hmm. And it, and it probably wasn't until I was at Steve Hill's church where I met your, your folks, um, where I was like, Oh, this yeah. is, this is what this means. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it's been, it's been beneficial now that like, I have like a, like a, a job where I do manage people mm-hmm. that my thought is immediately, how do I best serve my people? Right. How do I, how do I help you yes. to do your job? Yeah. Like yeah. that's, that's, that's your whole role. And and sometimes it's, I don't need to do your job for you. Yeah. I need to, I need to 
the best thing for you is for me to develop you to do your job well. Yes. Which means that I don't do your job for you. But it's like this year for Christmas, I bought everybody in on my team the same book that I'm reading. Mm. I was like, here's the first book that I'm going to read this year. I'm going to give it to everybody. Yeah. And and just just to be try to be beneficial mm-hmm. with with something to give them. You know what I'm yeah. saying? To try to help grow and develop them. Because nobody needs, you know, another basket with goodies and, you know, yeah. booze. You right. know? No. Like, you know? Who needs that? Um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, also it'd be kind of admitting like, hey, last year might not have been great. Here's some booze. And I didn't love that. I didn't love that, that even that imagery, Mm -hmm. you know, it was like, no, next year's going to be great. And here's how we're going to make it great. We're going to make it great. Um, That is what servant leadership looks like. Mm -hmm. It's not, hey, um, what's going on? We're just going to like skim over it Mm -hmm. and give you the base level of, uh, of like, yeah, there's going to be some changes and it's because the media or it's mm-hmm. because the, no, 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 This is the problem. These are the steps that we're doing to fix right. it. And that's what redemption looks like. Mm-hmm. If plan A is always redemption, then actually work towards redeeming yes. something, not covering it up. Right. And redemption, and I, I'm going to go back to this because I 100% believe this. Redemption doesn't look like getting that person back into that role yeah. that they were in. Redemption is not restoration. Exactly. Those are two separate totally things. Totally separate. Yeah. And and you can you can be redeemed and say I'm staying where I am. I yeah. don't need to get back up there. I don't yeah. need to climb that ladder again. I don't need to be back at that pinnacle yeah. that I was at when I fell. Yeah. I'm redemption has happened. I've repented. I'm I am forgiven. Yeah. <laughs> and my heart is restored. Yeah. That's all I need. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't need the rest of that. Yes. Yeah. Re- redemption happens when repentance meets forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Okay. That that's when redemption happens. Um, by the way, th- this is good for all of us to know. Mm-hmm. Forgiveness doesn't need repentance. We are allowed to forgive people mm-hmm. without their repentance and yes. move on. Right. right? That doesn't mean that there's a redemption of a relationship. Like you yeah. cannot redeem a relationship if there's not also repentance. Right. So you can forgive and then let it go mm-hmm. and not have to worry about redemption. Um, if that person is, even wants to, well, yeah, I just, listen, I forgive you, but we, we've we got to move on. Right. Yeah. And I think that that's probably where we need to be. You know, Hillsong is still active and it's still blessing people. Yeah. And there are people who are like, have a hard time walking away from Hillsong because that's where I met Jesus. Yeah. How can Hillsong be bad if it's where I found salvation? Right. Right? Right. And it's like, well, it's hard to say I was dying of thirst and I found a well and I got water from the well and Mm -hmm. it saved my life. And you go, yeah, but the well's dirty. Yeah, I understand that, but it wasn't so dirty that it didn't save me. And yeah, but if you keep drinking it, it will poison you, but it saved me. And it's so it's hard to like, it's, it's hard to reconcile that. And I'm not saying that everything is wrong and, you know, I'm not saying the whole organization should be shuttered, but if it, there's not a drastic and they have, they've changed some leadership. They've Mm -hmm. changed some people on the board. Part of that's because of some financial investigations that are coming out, um, in the next month or so. Um, Brian Houston, his, uh, his verdict and sentencing should be happening sometime in the next Uh, month or so in February of this year. Um, the the dude's probably going to jail. If he doesn't, it's because he's got a lot of money. Um, let's just call it what it is. Um, they kind of revealed in this show that like, um, there was an accountant that was like, hey, I'm seeing some things and took it to the CFO. And the CFO said, 
cover it up. Mm-hmm. And she was like, mm, I'm going to go ahead and download 40,000 documents and just make sure that I'm covered here because this is not happening. Right. I can't lie for the church. I yeah. can't. I, I'm all. And, and so that that's those are the financial things that are coming out over the next yeah. couple months. Um, so those are the types of things. And here's the thing. If you run it like a business, if you run it like a business, yeah. then it's going to be the business things that bring you down. Absolutely. Yeah. And if that's if that's your main your main focus, and they even said on here, um, you know that his his goal was global domination, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and you know I just like I don't believe that uh, any one country um, is greater than the kingdom of God. Correct. And my my uh, citizenship in the kingdom of God is more important than my citizenship of America. Yeah. And I, I wholeheartedly believe that. And I have a very, a very complicated relationship with America sure. and, and how I feel about nationalism and patriotism and all of those things. Um, I feel the same way about a church. Yeah. I don't, there's no one church that is more important Correct. than the kingdom of God. Yeah. And if you're, if as a church, you are not working toward the kingdom of God, all you're working toward is global domination of your own name and your own brand. Yeah. Then you've missed the point entirely. Hey, also, if you belong to a church and uh, the senior leadership of that church um, spends time bad mouthing other churches, no, um, you're you're on the brink of being a cult. Yes. I'm just going to let you know. Yeah. If if the identity of your church is being anti other churches, even churches like Hillsong, mm-hmm. or you know, if you if you if you're preacher gets up there and they rail against, we don't listen to Bethel music here in yeah. this church. Yeah. You're on the brink of being part of a mm-hmm. cult because the kingdom of God is more important than your flavor of right. religion. Absolutely. So, oh my God. I mean, say it louder for the people in the back. It, I mean, I'll just tell you, there was 12 tribes of Israel. They all had their own worship styles. Mm-hmm. They all had their own histories. They all had their own um, like uh, traditions. They all had their own dogma. And you know what? They were all, children of Israel. They were all God's children. Mm-hmm. And so like denomination doesn't really matter. So fundamentalist Baptist, you've already taken the fun out of fundamentalism. <laughs> Stop it. Right. Like if you're like, oh, it's gotta be uh King James version only, like like that does like yeah. what are we doing? What okay. We doing? Now um also if you're like uh, the chosen isn't good because it's adding to scripture, bro. You're missing the point. Yes. You're missing, missing the it. point. Mm-hmm. Um and so uh so anyway, so that that's kind of I don't know. Do you want to talk any more about this about about this documentary? I, here's the thing, guys. I you it know needs what? a narrator. I, it, it needs a narrator. <laughs> it was missing that. I still listen to some Hillsong music. Yeah. I my worship style and lead my worship leading style, all yeah. of that was so um, influenced influenced yeah. by Darlene Check. It just was. Yeah. And by Hillsong music in the 90s and the early 2000s, it just was. It, and it's engrafted into your worship it DNA. It is just who I am, yeah, okay? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so I'm not I'm not discounting all of that. Right. What, what we're talking about today, so I don't want you to think that we're bashing Hillsong. No, we're, no, no. We're talking about people who allowed themselves to be, to rise to a, a point yeah. of leadership and then let it do something to them. They abuse the right. the authority. They abuse the power. They let it corrupt them. They let it do something where it ended up ultimately being their downfall. And looking at the size of the organization and how many different churches actually exist, 
it sounds like the the people who have been most influential and the ones who have uh, gotten all the headlines that they are probably the minority, mm-hmm. but they are also big enough leadership that they are the ones who set the culture for the yeah. for the organization. Yeah. So I'm not saying that there aren't senior pastors of local Hillsong churches that aren't great shepherds sure. that love Jesus and that are pulling yeah. people closer to him. I'm saying that they are having to actively work to be counterculture to the organization that they are a part, of, they are part of. And that's yeah. a darn shame. It is. It just really is. It really is. Yeah. And and the thing that if there's anything I want our listeners to take from this conversation that we've had, it's that I do believe there's redemption. Yes. I do believe that there's restoration. It yes. may not look like being restored to that point of power, but there is there is redemption for them. There is restoration for their heart. There is restoration for their relationships uh, on earth as well as yeah. relationships in heaven with, with God. And there that is all possible. Yeah. Whether it's happened or not, that's not for us to say. We can't judge that. Yeah. But it's all possible. And this is this does not mean that these people are all going to hell, that they're all it that's just not what right. it means. This we're just talking about what has happened, because yeah. that's what we do. That's but what we redemption do. is possible. That's what I would want anyone to take from this conversation. All right, let's get into the bee. Oh no, not the bees! Not the bees! God regrets writing Sing to the Lord a New Song after hearing the new songs Christians are singing. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> um, God Almighty has really hoped the songwriters he had gifted in the creative arts would do better than they have, said Spokes Angel Gabriel. I love Spokes, Spokes Angel. <laughs> Uh, and I say, I mean, we understand we're definitely spoiled with the truly outstanding and unspeakable, beautiful music we're blessed with in heaven. But here on earth, good, good father. Really? We don't need to hear it's who you are repeated 18,000 times. Uh, and please don't even get me started on oceans. What on that? Are, what on earth does that song even mean? Do better humans. <laughs> oh, no, not the beach. Not the beach. You know, oh I will tell you, I don't know that I've ever done oceans uh, as part of a worship thing uh, in any group or organization ever. I and it's probably because I've never led music for a uh, a women's conference of just twenty year old white girls. Right. <laughs> no, you've got a point because <laughs> I have done oceans, but it was for uh, our twenty thirties group like years ago. Um, we had a night of worship and Caleb Prouty was writing the set list and yeah. he had me do oceans. Yeah, that makes sense. So I think I've done it once or twice. Yeah. Never. I did. I did print out the chart the other day cause I thought I might do it on a Wednesday and then I realized I don't want to. Yeah. I, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't really want to. Yeah. So. All right. What's your not for me? So my not for me is a very first world problem. Okay. I love this already. <laughs> I love your self-awareness. Like, <laughs> it, it absolutely is. But. It, it is very annoying to me when I am uh, going through uh, Instagram stories uh-huh. and people put links or if they're sharing a post and they spread it out real big so it covers the whole screen. And so when I'm trying to go through your Instagram stories really fast, like I may not care about what you just posted, but you put the link in a place where my thumb is going to hit. Yeah. And then it opens the link or it, it that irritates me. And then so, it messes up your whole algorithm. It does. At that point. Yeah, it yeah. does. I'm like, don't do that. Yeah. I don't. I. Do, you know people are hitting right there to skip your story. Sure. I, we're allowed to do that. Yeah. 
don't put your link right there to mess me up. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to click on that link. If I wanted to click on the link, I would click on it. Sure. But if I'm trying to skip through your stories because you're annoying me or I don't want to read it, don't put the link right there. I got you. That's my not for me. Uh, pneumonia. Not for me. Um, it's hard to uh, <laughs> breathe. Like, I, like even now, I'm having a hard uh-huh. time, like just kind of catching my breath. Yeah. Um, and uh, and here's the thing: I haven't, <clears throat> I haven't run in three weeks. Oh I just gosh. just like think about that for what a second. What are you gonna do? I, I'm losing my brain. I'm, when you go for a run, that's gonna be that first one's gonna be. Yeah, I think I might rough. go like uh, I think I might go today, uh, like just for like a mile and just yeah. see, just kind of see, see how, how it goes. If you can even breathe because this coming Saturday, um, I have another half marathon that I'm signed up for. So um, I'm hoping that between now and Saturday, my lungs will be uh, will function. I'm going to the doctor tomorrow uh-huh. to get like the uh, the all clear to be able to like exercise a little bit. But uh, I'm gonna let her know like yeah, so. I'm just going to walk this half marathon. That's cool, right? That's all right. I'm allowed to do that, huh? Sure. Oh. Do you know my do, do you know my 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 goal for this year? Have I told you this? No, I it's, think you have. It's 13 half marathons this year? 13. Yeah, we do 13 13.1s in 13 months. Okay. So, uh with hopefully uh to get my 13th one to be at Disneyland because gotcha. they're opening up the Disneyland half marathon again next year. In Jan- so that would be January. That would be January. That would be the 13th. Uh, okay. That would be the 13th. I was so, going to say there's only 12 months in a year, but okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that would be my 13th. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and, and and so that that's my that's my overall goal. So currently I'm signed up for five between now and April. Okay. So that's a lot. That's quite a few. That's- so we'll see. We'll see how yeah, it goes. That's more than one a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I live in Texas, and I just don't want to be doing like long races in July. Gotcha. So August. you're not planning on actually doing one a month. You're no, just trying get to all get 13. them done. Yeah, I'll get them. Thir- yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha. No, that makes sense because yeah. running a, a half marathon or longer in June, July, yeah. August just would be the worst. So I'm looking for a virtual race because uh, yeah. that is um, themed like a, like a boat or an ocean or, uh-huh. and I want, uh, there's a, uh, we're taking a cruise in June mm-hmm. and, um, there is a outdoor running walking track that is 0.2 miles <laughs> is the length of this track. And so it'd be 66 laps. Oh and God. so I want to do a virtual one on the cruise for my anniversary and just do 66 <laughs> laps on this thing. Wow. I think that'd be fun. I right. So, yeah. Um, you talking about running reminded yeah. me of something that I, uh, saw. Okay. And- I was going to send to you, but then I thought this would be more fun to get his reaction on the show. Okay. Um, this is a headline I saw. A dog accidentally <laughs> runs half marathon after being let out for a pee and finishes seventh. Yeah, that hurts my heart. Uh, I can't, So I've already done one this year. <laughs> okay, this is story time. Can we do story time? Yeah. Okay, so I've already done one this year. <laughs> and it was supposed to be on January 1st. It okay. was called the time travel um, marathon, mm-hmm. uh, half marathon, and it, the the medal was a DeLorean where the doors open. Uh, really, really Whoa. cool. Really cool. Really cool. Okay, um, but uh, we're having uh, my my wife's family is having some health issues, and so we needed to go get uh, COVID boosters. Mm. So we did that on December thirty first, which meant that that evening, uh-huh. uh, New Year's Eve evening, and New Year's Day. Um, and then a couple of days later, we were mm-hmm. this 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 fourth shot got us. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying it got us. So I uh, I had changed it over to a virtual 
race mm-hmm. on, on the, uh, and so I did it the, the, the following week. Okay. And, uh, and so I kind of text my running group and I'm like, Hey, I'm going to go do this virtual 13. Does anybody want to go with me? And I get a message back from our youth pastor that says, Hey, I'm doing 13 this weekend with some kids from the youth group. Oh, yeah. You should come with us. And I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? Why not? You've been running a lot. Surely I mean, you're going to be. Running, I mean, I'll, I'll at least like survive. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Right. And You'll so, uh, and I go, have, have they been training or have they been running? Have they been doing? It? Nope. Not a single one of them. Have, have any of them ever done uh, uh, like a half marathon before? Not a single one of them. This is the longest any of them will do. And I was like, bet I'm in. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. here's the thing. Like, I'm going to be slow, but I'm also going to finish. Right. Okay. Like, that, yeah. that, that's okay. So I'll tell you that as a 41, I think I'm 41. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, uh, I don't keep up anymore. Um, I know you do. Calm down. Uh, but as a 41 year old, if you want to like feel humility in your life, mm. go exercise with teenagers because those fools have never ran a half marathon, never done any. One of the kids who like kept pace with Shaler, the, the youth pastor the whole time and ran like nine minute miles. Furthest he'd ever run was seven, seven miles. And he doubled it. He just, yeah. Okay. I'll just double it. Let's go. Who just is it? Bennett. 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 Oh, uh, yeah. Well, he's a runner. Yeah. He's cross country. Yeah. Yeah. But still it, yeah. it's, it's way different. Seven and 13 is different. It is different. And he's, but he's just built different. But all, I was going to say his legs are like a yeah, hundred miles long. He, like yeah. one, one of his strides is like eight of mine. Correct. And he also, I think one of my legs weighs <laughs> as much as he does as a body, like his whole body. Tired. So, you know, <laughs> your legs, one leg, beefy <laughs> leg. I'm just saying I'm a large fella. Beefy leg. <laughs> That's weird. I don't want to. You didn't need to repeat it. That was weird. All right. That's a show. All right. But listen, our thoughts and opinions on exercising with teenagers or um, are probably correct. Are, they're probably right. I don't think you can argue with them. Um, or Hillsong or this documentary or what do we start talking about? Vegas. Vegas. <laughs> or, or pneumonia. They don't have to be the final word to listener. We'd love to hear your thoughts and opinions about what we our thoughts and opinions. So how about someone? Do Absolutely. You can let us know. We are at Dropping Sunday on Facebook and Instagram. And we'd love to have your comments. Yeah. Because uh, every time you leave us a comment, it's been a minute since, we, since we've done this and I forgot what happens next. Uh, <laughs> we do donate money to uh, nonprofit organizations. So yes. please do that. Please and do that. you know what? Help grow the show. Tell a it, friend it or a family It does help grow member. the show. Whenever you leave us a five-star review yes. someplace or you or you leave a comment, it helps other people find yeah. us. Um, and, and if you don't want to like leave a comment for everybody, leave a comment for a friend. Like Tell a friend mm-hmm. this week. Just be yeah. like, hey, have you heard of this show? Or pick up their phone and subscribe them to this podcast without yeah, them that, knowing. Yeah, that's a little passy aggressive but i'll take it i mean i don't care yeah no do bother it me. doesn't bother me at all uh you know because it's a good thing to come time it's a good time to, to, good to time. have have words uh we have a good time and it's a good time to subscribe because we will be back next week absolutely we until will. then this is seth this is andre and this is dropping sunday